and also Duncan was played like a real twit. He's like a he's like he's in a, literally in a fat suit. Um, really? Yeah. It's, oh, and this like sort of like older like bald guy who you're clearly not meant to like. And I thought, well, that's not so good because that makes the crime seem less bad. Yeah. I'd kill this guy. Like this kid. This guy's obviously a <laughs> he's obviously a bad king. Dry martini. Oui, monsieur. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's. One of vodka. Half a measure of quinoa lily. Shake it over rice and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. Yes. Well, do you think do you think we should talk about the slap? No. I think the world talked about it for long enough and now they've moved on and they talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard all the time. Okay, then should we talk about the trial? Probably not. Because I think those two events are very culturally linked. I think they're also very, like, you can see the change. Like, as soon as the trial started, people forgot about the slap. Like, it stopped being so much of a meme thing. It's like, this one now. What's your take on the slap, though? Because when it happened, we weren't able to talk about it. Why would you fucking do that? What kind well, yeah. of stupid thing goes through your mind well, that you know thing. you are live in front of billions of people? Yeah, and you go Bill- up and ass- billions of Oscars and fans actually assault a watching, person. As usual, the internet will will know that this happened mm-hmm. forever, mm-hmm. and you assault a person. What the fuck? But why do you think he did it? Because he's afraid that his wife doesn't love him. But we all know his life, wife doesn't love him because they've decided that their lives yeah. are public. Which is well, a stupid decision that, from think. the beginning. I yeah, she doesn't love him, does she? No. I very much get that. She's... I get that vibe because she does interviews now telling everybody, oh, I didn't really want to get married or all this shit. <laughs> like, I've cheated on him several times. What the fuck? <laughs> he just needs to leave her. Yeah. He won't Well, see, it's that's, the wrong thing to do. That's my take at the moment that if he if he does leave her, then he can recapture the narrative, especially in the context of the Amber Heard trial. Yeah. Because, like, no one's in the mood to believe women at the moment. And everyone... (laughs) (laughs) And everyone (laughs) wants a reason. I'm not saying we should, but everyone wants a reason to like Will Smith again. As soon as anyone... As soon as a crack of light shows that lets us, you know, say he's not a mental case anymore... Then, well, uh, then we will we will we will zoom into that. So if he yeah. can, if he can, if he leaves Jada and says, "Oh, it's like it's kind of like a Johnny Depp situation," everyone like, "Oh, brilliant! Well done, Will Smith! You're so brave." Well, he doesn't brave. have to say that because it could be a lie. She may never have actually done anything to force him to do this sort of shit. She might just be a non-loving person, which is a terrible relationship which is to still be bad. in. But you're mm. supposed to have the wherewithal to leave a place like that if you don't really want to be around it. Yeah, no, I'm not saying... He's making conscious decisions to live in that life because he has children, which is completely understandable. Like, you have kids, but they're also all grown up now. Yeah. So, you know, do something for you, bro. Yeah. But also, if he just takes, like, a year or two and then just comes back with a great film that just... everybody loves... Hmm. People will get over it. Yeah, but, you know, that's proved quite difficult for him lately. Being in a great film. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see King Richard? No, I don't want to. I saw it on the plane. Is it shit? It's not. Is he good in it? 
he is good. Okay. I didn't think is it was he a... Andrew Garfield good? No. See, but who is? It, well, that is true. I didn't tick tick boom. Fucking tops, bro. Tops, bro. Yeah, you reckon? I loved it. I had a great time. I think it's good in the way that anything Andrew Garfield does is good. That is very true. You he know? is very good. I'm like, this is not. I, I, I'll be honest. I didn't finish it. That's fine. <laughs> I started watching Tick Tick Boom, and then about halfway through, I was like, this just. It doesn't there's, there's have to be a cup of tea. But, but I, th- I think watching Andrew Garfield, very rarely is he different. Like, very rarely does he change to be someone completely different than what he is usually. Like, it is himself, but what he does is so versatile. Like, you can use it everywhere. He's very good. His accents are fantastic. I'm going to mute my phone. His accents are great. He's just... I've been watching that Under the Banner of Heaven, which is like, what if if True Detective, but it's Andrew Garfield and they're all Mormons. (laughs) And... Very good so far, but that's a diff- that's a bit of a different Garfield, yeah, because he's a sort of a sort a of Jesus solemn, person. serious family Jesus person, detective Jesus person. Mm. Yeah, you know, I still haven't seen True Detective. Well, that's a I want to see season one. I've been told to avoid season two. Yeah, just watch season one. It's a it's a one season show. I do like me some Vince Vaughn though. Yeah, I. Like, I because I th- I think he's a good actor, and when he does like dramatic things like that, yeah, it's good for Vince Vaughn. I went okay with season two. It, I didn't revile it. Okay, season three was just really boring. Like I don't think I got through season three. Is season one boring or is no. it just tops the whole? Season time? one okay. is some of the best television okay. ever made, and it's an anthology series, so it's not like yeah, you don't have the to story watch. tails yeah. off. It's an enclosed story, and they did it great. Which I and think turns is cool. out that's hard to do. More than once, which is, you know, understandable. I like the idea of American Horror Story, how it's the same cast every season doing a new thing. I've yeah. attempted to watch it several times and I just can't get into it. Yeah, same. The I vibe like the concept. What I do love, though, is Haunting of Hill House and the subsequent Bly Manor and then Midnight, uh, Mass. Midnight Mass. All three of those, fantastic. Same sort of, same cast, basically. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. That's a vibe I definitely got into. Yes. Especially Midnight Mass. Haunting of, yeah. Midnight Mass is the best by like a, a long way. Well, I, I like think. Hill House because it's Hill House and I, I like that book. It's just too, it's too long. It's bloated. Isn't it like, I mean, it is bloated, but like also it's, like getting it's an to interesting... see Elliot be an actor again, like proper good. Who's Elliot? From E.T. The dad. I can't remember Who, his name. Who's the, What? The dad in Haunting in, of Hill House, uh-huh. and he plays the dad in both the other ones, pretty much. Is the he plays he Elliot plays, in he, ET? Oh, and like he's still an actor now, and he's fucking great. He's real good. Good for him, right? And I, I googled him after watching an Eliasons and is underway. He's never stopped acting. Mm. It's just that now I've seen something that he's in, and I'm like, you are still a good actor. Like nothing changed. You know, he's never been in another film though. Who ET? That is very true. Career, well, he has actually been in Star Wars. Career died in the ass. Yeah, he had that well, one. His species has been in. He had that one cameo mm. in Star Wars, and apart Down from that, somewhere really small where you had to zoom in on the screen to make sure. It was I don't know what he him. thinks he's been doing. Like, I mean, I, mean, I know it's. I you know had it's your hard shot as a child star and whatever and you failed, but yeah. you just need to. He didn't. He didn't translate it into anything. I know he's probably been out there doing birthday parties and stuff. He's probably on cameo now. But on the subject though of people who took a long time to be in anything else, mm-hmm. I watched everything, every, everything, everything everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, fantastic. Short round. Short round. 
did short round, then like the Goonies and a couple other things. Nothing. Mm, yeah, I've Nothing heard about fun. this. Hey, it's so good. And he's fantastic. Mm. And he's still, like, he's got a high pitched voice like he did as a kid. Yeah, it's an and unusual it just voice. It fucking works. Yeah. I've, oh, yeah, app- so apparently good. he just sort of gave up on the acting industry because there weren't enough roles. I read somewhere that like he him. decided to try it again after Crazy Rich Asians was a thing. Yeah, which I think That's I, which so I think, cool. I think a lot of people would have <laughs> trod that path. A lot of Asian actors went, hang on a fucking second. Oh, I could be a Crazy Rich Asian I too. Could, I, can, I can be a crazy Asian person. <laughs> Why didn't they call me? So Lots of Asian crazy. actors must have been very angry with their agents and they came out and like, I didn't think there was anything. Yeah. And yeah, now it's all changed. Which is great. Did you like all with all the, all the stuff and it's everywhere and it's now the movie itself yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Have you seen Doctor Strange? I saw everything everywhere all at once um, one day, and then Doctor Strange the next okay. day. Which so in, it was in, a heck of a out double of those bill. two, which is your preferred multi-dimensional film? Because I think everything everywhere all at once is a better multi-dimensional film. Like it does. Other universe is really, really cool. I love yeah. that because it's a new take on it, like such a new take. Yes. Everything, everywhere, all at once is like, what if The Matrix, but Monty Python? Y- yes. Right. Which is, and it's it's funny. It's great. Yeah. It's depressing. Like their lives are just so monotonous and stupid. Mm. And the fact that they make that life so cool. Yeah. Um, in the way it's, just in the way it's filmed yeah. and the way, and yes, I think. And he cooks noodles. With shallots. Like there is a part where he's making dinner and he serves the it's dinner. It's a short round at the start. Short round at the start. It looked like it was just plain noodles mm-hmm. with French onion or like spring onion all chopped up and just sprinkled over the top and that's what they had. That's, a, like, that's a plain old meal. That's, that's that's some university dinner right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's some dorm room food right there. Yeah. Are people not using laundromats anymore? What's happened? <laughs> I feel like that's one of the, one of the uh, the COVID-proof industries. Surely, <laughs> everything every all at once is like yeah, it's it's what if Matrix, but also Monty Python with a lot of Edgar Wright. I saw in the way, yeah, in the way things that could be sort of boring and innocuous are made much more visually interesting. Yeah, and like, just the like crazy the flicking aspect of the stool of back and forth, doing weird things to make yeah. something happen is that's yeah, I didn't comedic genius. Yeah, it's it, it it got to me, you know, emotionally quite a lot, which I was ready for, especially mm-hmm. with sort of the kind of the redemption of of the dad later in the movie, mm-hmm. where initially it's sort of, you know, you kind of like, oh great, we're getting away from these boring people. Everything's going to be great and cool now, um, and then but then the boring people realizing are... that the boringness is, you know, yeah. has uh, is as full of meaning as any as God. anything in any other universe. That's great. Um, I just I think it's not quite my like sense of humor. That's cool. I think I can I can see the, the, the jokes they're making. It just doesn't really. You still had fun though. I had fun. Yeah. I'm glad I saw you it. Didn't I'm glad to it laugh exists, at it. Yeah. But it didn't tickle my fancy. You know, like <laughs> hot dog fingers. That was uncomfortably weird. Sure, the fact that just actual source on, comes from it, and it went on and on, and now they're in a relationship, and they kept cutting back to it. <laughs> their their willingness to put something like hot dog fingers in every like emotional moment moment of of the movie, like no, we're going to keep cutting back to that. Don't it's think actually a part of the film that if you want to have emotions, you have to have those emotions in the face of hot dog fingers the whole time. 
Yeah, I think I enjoyed I enjoyed Doctor Strange more. Oh, Doctor Strange Even, was so scary. Like yeah. the horror stuff. Oh. It felt a lot to me like a Stephen King so story. Good. A little in bit like the blending like a, of a, like a well adapted Stephen King story, mm, the way Not it like was a shitty Stephen King horror, movie, like most of them, and like high fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, in the way it was all like dark towers and stuff. You can mm. tell I know a lot about Stephen King. Um, <laughs> have you read the Dark Tower? Pet Cemetery, I think. Uh, no, yeah, see, that's but the I thing but I do Stephen know it's King a bad films. film. Some of them are shit. No, oh, sorry, most of them are shit. Um. Like it, the, like a the, weird the, amount. The of new them. adaptions of it mm-hmm. are great because the first just, one's right. The first one's better than the second one, but the second one's not terrible. No, but they do well at finding that world and putting you in that world. They skip a whole lot of the book because it's too much. That like the book is huge. It's hard to adapt Stephen King though. I think the yeah, Shining. Why is it so hard to adapt? Because he's so in depth. Because he's he's not writing a movie in our brains. That's he's his, not. That's but the problem. You, do, you do read it like well, you don't actually. Yeah, well, you get it's like books of sometimes you you just get to a point of a sunk cost fallacy where you've read so much of it, it now feels worse to stop because then you wasted all that time. Yeah. So you're like, no, what I what I will do. It's like is, finishing a uni degree. Yes, that you didn't want to exactly. Have, you you think, well, at the end no. of it, you're like, um, I didn't really need this. Rather than stop now, I'm going to waste twice as much time <laughs> to finish it, and then I can say I finished it. <laughs> have an unusable piece of paper, and I have, a, and I'll have this, and then I can put this book on my shelf and look at it forever <laughs> and be like, hmm. On that note, though, I did watch Dreamcatcher recently, which is a 2003 oh, adaption Lewis. of Aliens coming out of asses. Yeah, kind of, basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, like Star- they have clearly just adapted the book and quite faithfully adapted the book. But it doesn't work because people in the book talk different than people in the real world. Like, they have sayings and shit. Okay. And, like, fuckero and fuckery are, like, fuckery is a good thing and then fuckero okay. is a bad thing. And I'm like, people don't just say that. Oh, well, yeah, well, but, also, yeah, well, you can't fuckery just... is bad. Start your um. If there's fuckery with them, they they've just got all this inside language, and clearly, if you read the book, you get to know where this came from. Because again, <laughs> it's like it where they you have a kid a kid version and the adult version, and they are both on their adventure. Mm. And like reading a book, you get all this information from the background. Mm-hmm. But in a movie, if they just start talking like that, you're like, these people are fucking insane. And then, like, two of them die in the first 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, that's the end of them. I remember it being weirdly paced. I remember. It was so weird. And I remember that. Like, Jason Lee's death was sad. I like him. Uh, Spoiler alert for Dreamcatcher, everyone. If you haven't seen it, don't. But he just sits on a toilet for a while and then gets attacked. (laughs) I'm like, what? That's storytelling, Isaac. Is it? Or is it just a waste of Jason Lee? Storytelling 101. That's all. Like most things have been. This a waste is in. Of you'll Jason find Lee. this. It's in. You know the Iliad. It's in Canterbury Tales. It's in uh, Milton. The world is guy. Wasted, Jason Lee. Guy sitting on toilet for a bit and then dies. I'm still harping on about the fact that Jason Lee didn't have a better career thus far. Okay, who? I'll I'll, I'll bite. Who's Jason Lee? Jason Lee. <laughs> I'm trying, the only person the I remember. The voice of Syndrome from The Incredibles. Oh, okay. And also plays the father of Alvin and the Chipmunks in the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Oh, that guy. And has been in many things since the 90s. Earl. Earl. Is, yes, yeah. I think that's how he'd sum up his career. But I think he's a 
great comedic actor. He just didn't get to do anything good. Mm-hmm. And that saddens me. Some people don't. I know. Sometimes people just go there. Most oh. people don't. Most people. <laughs> the majority of people isn't don't. That, isn't that weird? Most people don't do anything good. <laughs> <laughs> Most people just kind of hang around yeah. and then, you know, have brunch and then they die. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's not there a really problem. There really isn't anything wrong with that. That is, just... that is very much the message of everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I guess, for the theme. <laughs> or the message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I know how I'm going to feel at the end. I don't know what plot points will get me there, but I know the feeling I'm going to have. That is a kind of spoiler, isn't it? <laughs> Spoilers, you will be conflicted. You know what fucked me up recently? Is that... Was it COVID? No. Oh, okay. Still not. Have you had it? Yes. <sighs> Because well, I got whatever the strain is at the moment, um, and we Zelda, both got it at the same I think. time. Like Ash and I got it at the same time. Zankatron. I was fucked for two two and a half days. Like mm-hmm. she got to a point where she's like, "If this continues for like five more hours, we're going to the hospital." Because it was not a fun experience. And then literally third day, woke up, I was fine. Like I still had a head cold type stuff, mm-hmm. um, but you I was it. I was tip top. It was wow. amazing, and she was pretty much great for the whole thing. Which was she got a little little lethargic towards the end, but mm-hmm. it was a strange situation, really. Mm-hmm. She but might have just been tired, though. She could have just been tired. Yeah. You know, she might have just been. I'm taking care of my sick ass. Yeah, yeah. From car- from fireman carrying you around. Yeah. From 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 bed to sofa, <laughs> making stews. She didn't make any. Stews. I imagine her stirring a giant giant cauldron. If we of had rabbit of stew, that, mm-hmm. I would make soups in it. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't need a vat to make a soup. I know, but I would make soups. That's that's rule one of soups. People think you need a vat. You don't. Well, you but I would a... make a soups in a vat. Soups are the only thing. Are you, you saying you need the vat to make a soup? Do well in a vat, or are you just saying that like, you could make a soup now? But if you were an if I had of a vat, vat, I would make you would soups be, in it. You would be compelled to make. I'm not a soup. saying I don't make soups. I'm just uh-huh. saying that if I had access to a vat, soups would be made. You, but you already make soups. That so is what, true, so yeah. But you, if I had so if you had a vat, that, nothing would be different. Soups would be made. More soups? No, just soups. Okay, bigger soups? Yeah, obviously. Okay. It's a vat. No, I'm going to make the same size soup just in the bottom of this vat. What kind of mentalist would do that? You have a vat <laughs> and just a tiny soup, like four inches of soup at the bottom of it. Why are you using the vat? Well, well this is a week's s- worth of soup. That's the soup I'm vat. one person. Yeah. I I'm bought this vat because I thought... <laughs> But I, but I live but here as well. Yeah, some you of can't them move away for six months, and also it's COVID, so it's, it's, I have no friends anymore. Got to be ready. Yeah. So therefore, I make small amounts of soup in my vat. I have one friend, and they've been away for six months. I'm like months. that guy on the internet who makes big food in big things, like that smiling what? dude in the desert who makes like massive amounts of like fried like kebabs and shit, or like giant pizzas and things. What happens to them then? I don't know. Leaves, he cuts them while smiling at the camera, just leaves and them then in the it desert. cuts away to something else. <laughs> so this sounds wasteful. Like that guy, but making regular amount of food in the giant, giant fry pans that he cooks. In. <laughs> yeah, let's start our own YouTube channel. Our thing is we make regular food, but in a giant kitchen. You know, like when you go to the museum and they're like, this is what it would be like if you were small or something. It's like there's a big chair that you sit on. A huge fry pan, reach out right into the middle, crack an egg. Right. Yeah, the other rule is... No, you just cannot... against the edge of the fry pan. You Hello. keep to your little corner. Welcome back to Why Are We Doing This with Sam and Isaac. <laughs> 
You could cook so much at the same time, though, and never worry about and cost really, contamination. And really explicitly never make more <laughs> than like a one portion meal. <laughs> what would you like today, Sam? <laughs> Just um, I'm going to make spaghetti for myself. Okay, you have that side. <laughs> you have this 50 litre drum. Yeah, we'd die. We'd die in that kitchen. I think we'd. Well, I don't have space for that we'd, kitchen we'd get, to begin with. We'd get. Need, well, no, we're going to we build need, it in the desert. We- oh, damn it! We're going to build it in the we desert, don't have like a ready access, like to a, a meth desert. lab. We live in Australia, Isaac. Yeah, but ready access to a desert in Australia is about at least eight hours of driving from here. We could get True. to some dunes. Okay. So this is so this is a show some, called Big some, Kitchen in D- in the Dunes. Some windy Dunes. Windy d- windy, windy dunes. dunes. The Kitchen. Windy Dunes. Colon Big Kitchen. Colon. But <laughs> <laughs> you spell out the word colon. <laughs> windy Dunes. Colon. Windy Dunes. Colon <laughs> Big Kitchen. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Who is Wendy Dunes? Why does she have um. a colon <laughs> in the Big Kitchen? Would there be somebody <laughs> in the world? You know how people give their children strange names that are yeah. o- other words spelled differently. Do you reckon there's somebody called Wendy, but it's spelt with an I? So it's the word it's Wendy, Wendy, but everyone's just, hey, Wendy. I'm sure there's a Wendy out there. Yeah. There would be. Yeah, in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Now, what fucked me up? <laughs> I don't know if that's an appropriate joke or not. <laughs> I'm just talking about the accent. <laughs> I'm not being xenophobic. Going to Wendy's. Yeah. I'm not Getting saying it's wrong for them to... <laughs> Wendy's brew. Uh, yeah, no, what fucked me up was that uh, Pedro Pascal doesn't have a, like a Spanish, like a Chilean accent. Because he's, yeah. Because he's like raised in America, isn't he? Probably, yeah. yeah. I'd imagine that's why. I don't think he's pretending. So, like, you just saw him in an interview somewhere and you're yeah. just expecting like, him to have some sort of, like, Spanish-esque yeah. thing going on. because he has that same accent in every role he ever does. <laughs> he doesn't have that in The Mandalorian. Yeah, well, he doesn't really have any accent. Yeah, he has a Star that. Wars accent in The Mandalorian. Yeah, he does have that Star yeah, Wars a accent. A good guy Star Wars accent, otherwise it'd be British. Because a bad guy Star good. Wars accent mm-hmm. is British. Yeah. Except for Ewan. And Daisy. That's true. But she she was a Palpatine. Are you hopeful about Kenobi? Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. Next week, bruv. If it is another six episodes of it someone episodes. walking around a fucking sand planet, like talking to little people, and go, bleep, 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 and and he goes other places. If he, he better get off that fucking sand planet. If it's yeah. if it's if 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 it's episode two and we've been on the same sand planet the whole time. I'm going to lose it. Are you saying you didn't like Book of Boba Fett? Didn't get past episode one. I could immediately see it was trash, and I did not waste my time. There are two amazing episodes in Book of Boba yeah, Fett. Yeah, there's two episodes of The Mandalorian in it. Yeah, yeah, there are, and they're so great. And sorry, episode three of Book of like episode three of Boba Fett's actual story is not bad because like, you get that, Slave One back. Oh, that, sorry, Boba Fett's starship. Uh huh. It's not called Slave One anymore. Okay. Because that's inappropriate. I just don't understand it because Boba Fett, Boba Fett, 
is um, Bobby. Bob. Oh, Bobo. Bob. Bob Fett. Bob Fett. Bob Fett. Robert Fett. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I presume it's... Roberto Fett. Well, it's Bobo, so it's Robart. <laughs> Robart Fett is just like a really nice heroic guy in that show now. No, he's not. And he, yeah, what does he do? He wants to be a crime lord for some fucking reason. Yeah, but he's gonna, but yeah, but he's a crime lord that like doesn't rule through violence. He rules with respect or whatever. Yeah, dignity, always dignity. Okay, but how do you get respect? Violence. violence yeah, yeah, that's the only way I've found that I've ever received respect. Yeah, is through like intense violence. <laughs> yeah, just like like shocking, just violence. like like I scare myself sometimes. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, lots of respect coming my way. <laughs> like, like, fuck, like, like, fucking just. The copious amounts just of like, respect. Just like Tarantino level, just <laughs> out, of, out of your mind. Tarantino? I don't think. Or do um, people just think he has fetishes? I don't respect him, like, as a man, but I do respect him <laughs> as a filmmaker. <laughs> you know, as a person, he seems quite insufferable, but. Yeah. I enjoy his films. I, I I enjoy that he's seen so many films and has an encyclopedic knowledge of how to make films, or yeah. sorry, how to write films, mm. not necessarily make them. Um, he's you know he's providing a valuable service to the culture. He is just you know someone he's, can't be all things to all people, and some people can't be someone who's like a fun person to be around. That's true, and that's not everyone's path in life. Some people never do anything. So you know, <laughs> we have talked about those people. Yeah, you know, and then he's and he's about to finish, and then he's going to go and do theatre. Tarantino. Yeah, he's going to direct or write or be. Well, in. I think that's all he's wanted to do the whole the whole time. Like the Hateful Eight that was nearly just a play. If he said that, he's lied. He always keeps talking he about how he wants to do a theatre. That man has definitely like yeah, but thought then... about film whilst doing many other things in his life. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. That's a that is a vibe you get from looking at him. Yeah, like hearing him speak during like during 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 bedroom times. Like he thinks about other films. I think it's going to be on in the background, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. <sighs> enjoying that water. I am enjoying that water. But no, he's gonna you know he's gonna do one one more film and then he's gonna go and do do theater. You know, theater is a wonderful art form. Theater is a wonderful art form. More people should do theater. But also, theatre should be filmed and shown to more people. Yeah, then everyone could see it. A lot of the world has no access to theatre. Yeah. And the only theatre a lot of the world has access to is fucking shit. (laughs) Yeah, because it's local. It's local theatre. And whereas local theatre has a place, and it is very fun. Mm -hmm. and It's not the best representation of the art form, is it? No. And what is worse about local theatre is it's the same 20 people every time. Every mm. time. But that's great, though. That's like Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, but that's It's not... an anthology series. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing anthology We're theater. doing an anthology theatre thing where it's me and my five mates doing in different roles. <laughs> and Bill, and Bill's way, aunt though, cool. doing The Woman. Mm, but yeah, not everyone gets get, gets to see the theatre. Sometimes only one person gets to see the theatre. Sometimes when two people should be seeing a theatrical production, only one person gets to see it. And the and other then, person gets to see like zero theatre in that entire time. Yeah. And it's yeah. just gypped. And then, that, and then that person has to try and explain the theatre to the other person, which is never going to be as good. 
for that person to listen to, or especially for anyone else to listen to who happened to be listening to that conversation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Exceptional Thieves. This is a podcast where Isaac and I review and rewrite movies. I'm Sam. <laughs> Hi, I'm Isaac. And I guess this... Oh, wait. We had a different name for me. It's been a long time since we've done this. It's been six months since we... Hi, I'm Sam. We've... Yes. Mm. Nice. Good Good zinger. Save. There. Save. Yeah, it, save yeah. It, yeah. Good. I was worried we wouldn't be funny. <laughs> but that's put my fears to rest. Um, so, and this is an episode, I guess, of Craigslist. Technically, it is. Yes, we a little while back we were com- completing our our watch of the entire filmography of Daniel Craig, culminating in No Time to Die, titled that series Craigslist. And we're now back with some more Daniel Craig content. Well, I'm back. Yes, you are. I've gone out into the world and I've foraged. And lost huge amounts of money. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say lost, but well, they're not. I don't have it anymore. Yeah, but you know where it went. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I know where it is. I know who has it. It's placing it in certain. And they won't give it back. (laughs) (laughs) It's being kept safe. Yes, for someone else's usage. Yeah, Um, you never really traded for goods and services. I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, I think when we completed. Our Daniel Craig filmography. Which we did. Which we did. Which is an astonishing feat. I don't think Daniel Craig's ever watched everything. It won't, no. There's, that's actually a definite. That Daniel is a Craig definite film. certainly never watched everything. We've seen more of Daniel Craig than he has. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Not to mention all the security footage. Well, I'm sure he's watched that. Just to check that he's not being followed. Okay. But we're too sneaky. Yeah. We're two steps ahead here and we're watching the footage. <laughs> Um, I think you have a different you have a different understanding of just him as an actor, mm-hmm. and like when I see things and like people go, um, I saw something the other day that he was in the running to be Boulder. Well, that but no, before that, somebody had wanted him to be. I think it was Doctor Strange. It was a different character who's actually in the MCU now, okay. and Daniel Craig had apparently had talks with Marvel at some point to be somebody else. Okay. And I, I think it was Doctor Strange, but I'm not certain. Right. And I'm mm, like, no. No. He is not right. No, absolutely not. If he chose not to do that, that Daniel, is a good choice, Daniel. Daniel Craig, I say there's all the love in the world. You're not a doctor. If it was Bolder the Brave, that's fucking great. Because that would yes. be hilarious. And just well, I mean, I mean, we can, I mean t- talking, of, talking of Craig news, we can do Craig news. We can do Craig News. This is our classic recurring Craig segment, Craig News, where we catch up <laughs> on all the latest Craig News. And I should say, in case anyone's wondering what the fuck is going on, the thing we've been alluding oh, we're gonna, to, we're talking I about. went to see Daniel Craig play Macbeth on Broadway. You've technically been in the same room Mate, as Daniel Craig. You, I've been more in the same room. So, uh, I'm going to put one of these in my mouth. Okay. Oh, yeah. How's your cold? It's pretty much gone, but this is making my nose open and feel good. Okay. So I can breathe. So now you have two breathing options. Yes. In case that mouth gets. And also they taste good. And that's really the dream. So you're just having them as as lollies. At the moment, yeah. Okay. Is that the dream? No, there are many. Okay, cool. imagine, Imagine that. But what are we talking about today? Saw Daniel Craig play Macbeth on Broadway in New York City, New York, USA. And <laughs> that is that is where you did see that. And so we are going to discuss the production 
and my thoughts on it, okay. as this is a new a new part Did of Craigton and my experience. Uh, no, I thought that might have been a little bit obvious. So yeah, Craig News is well, it's, it's not news, but the story came out that they with with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange Two, the mad, the well, it's, well, it's all mad and everything. I think mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. So, uh, the Mad reports, Magazine, Doctor the, Strange. Yeah, mm. Mad Max, Mad Max colon Windy Times, <laughs> is that they were going to Daniel Craig was going to be in it during I guess some spot. No, I don't. We can do it. We can do this without spoilers. He because they're going through all the multiverse, obviously. In one of the universes, he was going to have a cameo as Boulder the Brave, which is like that universe's Thor. And then I think apparently he pulled out. I think because of a COVID, due to COVID, due to COVID. Yeah, I think he's very, he's still very very nervous about COVID, and COVID has had a big impact on his life. Because since we last spoke, Daniel Craig had COVID himself. Oof, rough. I mean, it really feels like we came full circle on this show with Craigslist starting back in 2020 as something to take our minds off the burgeoning pandemic, which we you know refused to discuss. Mm-hmm. It has forced its way into our conversation by finding it's making it all the way to you and all the way to Daniel Craig himself, not to Sam. I think I might be immune. I might be unbreakable. Um, You say that, but then you're going to get COVID. No, I'm not. Yeah, but you say that, but no, then I'm you're going to get COVID. No, I'm not. I have so much confidence in myself now that okay. I think I'm, I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be patient infinity. Well, you know, the opposite of patient zero. It's going to suck when you get COVID, though, isn't it? No, it's not, though. But Daniel Craig recovered, and he's doing fine. But, I mean, they had to cancel performances of Macbeth while he had COVID. Can you imagine? Cancelling performances of that specific show? Well, can, can you imagine... I mean, that would have been the ultimate win for COVID over us. Where we we tried to fight it with this podcast. Exactly what this podcast is. It's, it's our it's our response <laughs> to the pandemic. You know, this oh, is this definitely. is the weird thing we did. Yeah. Um, but then, if I was about to be, you know, feet away from Daniel Craig, and, the and then he canceled. got COVID, and so it got cancelled. When did he have COVID? I I don't know what I would have done. My mental health would have declined. There might have been some shocking violence. I might have tried to win, win my own self-respect back. He, he does, because I've seen it on their Instagram account for the for the show. But for whatever reason, I think it might maybe they cancelled it. Cause like, Jeff Daniels steps up into the role. <laughs> yes. Which would have been great to see. But yes, so the director got to do some stuff. That's cool. That is cool. Um, it completely bombed. <laughs> yeah, everyone hates it. It's awful. When the director um, did stuff, people left. Yeah, everyone, everyone said, oh my God, that's Sam Gold, the director, I'm leaving. On that note, though, mm-hmm. I do have a story to tell about mm-hmm. a director stepping oh. up into a role because okay. somebody got sick. Welcome back to Director Stories yes. with Sam I and Isaac. A, I was in a production a couple of years ago of uh-huh. a musical about mental health. I won't tell you what kind of what, what the title is because oh. I still know these people. But um, Okay, so that... So there was a day... They'll never piece that together. There was, there was a weekend... Where um, one of our lead actors got like a very bad cold and couldn't sing, so our right. director, who is twenty years older than this actor, mm-hmm. stepped into the role and played a seventeen-year-old boy. Oh, yeah. And it was a very uncomfortable night for the audience and mm. for us. Mm. Here's what you, here's what I think you need to do in that situation. 
if they're just physically there, the human body that can stand there and do the role, and there's no one there. No, I'll take that back. You find another 17-year-old, and you just get them to read the script on stage. The weird part was we had an understudy <laughs> who was actually a 17-year-old boy. And was just raring to go. And this guy yeah, said, like, no. Like I've now, I haven't told you this this whole time, but you suck. <laughs> and I've been just wasn't even given the chance. I've been hoping and praying we didn't have to call on you, and now we are. And I, I'm I doing can, I cannot let you out there. But like, if you got, if you don't trust a person to sing, have the child on stage and you sing off stage. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like I need to. Lol. Well, no, it's... He sounds old when he sings, isn't he? Because he could, he could sing as high as he needs to sing for this, the acting. This 17-year-old sounds like he smoked a lot of cigarettes. He just did not look like a child because he was... 37. Balding. <laughs> but yeah, that's, a, that's the director's story, stepping into a role. What he shouldn't have. Ah, great story. Yeah, heroic. Did, did anyone address it at any point? During the show? No, but after the show, I had many conversations with many people about it. But did anyone have a conversation with him and say... Look, I don't think anybody had a negative look, conversation look. with him because the show ended the next weekend. Everyone's realised how, and I'm sure you know this, everyone's realised how you're um, completely out of your fucking mind. Um, <laughs> we're wondering, uh, like, rather than do that again, whether we could do, like, I don't know, like anything else, like burn the theatre down <laughs> and or something, because that was... Yeah, it was a weird time. That was all. That was terrible. It was a weird time. Yeah. Weird time in your life? It was. Well, that's local theatre, man. Man, it is. Um, Craig News, had the Knives Out, had all the cast been announced yep. when, we, when we were last? When we last did yeah. Oh. They'd been, I think they'd finished filming before you went away. Filming in Greece. Mm. Exciting. Uh, ooh. When does it come out? Is it, it's straight um, to Netflix, isn't it? Yes, I think so. Although it might have a limited theater, theatrical well, release, which I very possible, much hope so. If that, if that, if you know, if if there's a movie screen in this city or country, or if, if I have to go back to New York, I will. <laughs> what where a we chore. can see it. What a chore. Yeah, but oh, you know, that's, a question, that's what right? it means to have a podcast. Before we get to talking about a play, you're in New York in the summertime. Well, in the springtime. Does it smell real bad? Uh, it just smells like marijuana. Okay, that's better than I thought it would be. Yeah, no, it didn't. The the city is as a whole that doesn't smell bad. Because I've only ever been the... I've only ever been there in the winter. Okay. And the amount of rubbish everywhere on the streets. Oh, okay. The amount of disgusting stuff everywhere. I was so glad it was winter because it was too cold for the rubbish to smell. Right. Okay. And, like there was covered in snow and like. Just hides it away, Ooh. and it's just pretty and right and nice. Well, no, see, so yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't hot at That's all. Good. It was um, we actually had a couple of days of of rain, where it became really quite brutally cold. Oh, Cool. Uh, and then a couple of sunny days. So, yeah, no, it was fine. It was fine. But, yeah, the whole city is just like walking along the street. Was that like a few just constant weed smoke every few feet? There was, there it was, was overpowering there were at times. And I'm not complaining. I mean, you know. There was a lot. I'm of not going to impinge on anyone's there. freedoms, but I was a little bit. Come on, guys! It's nine in the morning. Let's I'm get some. Let's let's knock some things legal. off the to-do list before we, you know, before we get get going on that in that gear. You know, uh, I'm not seeing any. It'll be late 2022. Is the only release no, date for knives? When I was too. there, weed was not legal yet. Ah, 
There you go. Weed became legal in March of last year. And it's, well, they're, they're loving it, mate. Can I tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> that does not surprise it's me like, at all. Now it's, it's very legal. Like a, a, real, a, a real dam has burst, it feels like, around there. Um, you know what I'm just seeing now, which I'm now concerned about? Knives Out 2 featuring Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. That's a shame, isn't it? But featuring in what capacity? Is she the murder victim? Ooh, fingers crossed. And is it different in this one where this you is don't have much. to like the murder victim? Because <laughs> like Harlem Quimby, cool character. I tell you what, if she's meant to be a sympathetic character, this film is fucked. <laughs> they they need <laughs> Maybe to she's the villain. They need to do some reshoots. They need to go back to Greece. They're like, they guys, need to Amber Heard this shit. They need and yeah. cut her down to ten minutes and then secretly yeah. just take her out completely. Yes, they need to do uh Crystalier and the Army of the Dead <laughs> and just replace her with Tignataro. That's what they should do every time someone has to get removed from a film. <laughs> replace her with the it's same. always Tignataro. It's <laughs> um, like a placeholder. I didn't remember that she was in mm, Anyway. Um, just replace Jada Pinkett Smith's character with Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's his comeback. Um, just there's, there's no date, just late this year. I just want it now. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Um, if we if we want to do another, if we want to do a, a podcast field trip, we can go and visit James Bond's tombstone. Did you see that? No. On the I think that's on the Faroe Islands where they were filming that final, you know, off the coast of faci- Japan facility. Somewhere. Yeah, I don't think it is. Where it was set off the coast of Japan. Yeah, so it's uh, near the the Color Lighthouse. So if we want to, there's a there's a <laughs> there's a tombstone for James Bond, <laughs> born 1962 apparently. Is that that's mm. when the first one was published? Yeah, well, not the first film think published. Was made. I think my, yeah, first, first film. film was made 62. Yeah, yeah. making Doctor him. No. Hang on. That means that James Bond 60. is 60 in No Time to Die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looks good. So does Daniel Craig. Yeah. He's getting on. He's getting on a little bit. Um, so that's fun. Also, the the other piece of Craig news I found was that we know how Jeff Bezos bought James Bond, primarily to fuck with us specifically. Understandable, right? So because this we is a, have said uh, many things. About people it. who haven't listened to a lot of the show before may not be familiar with our ongoing feud with with Jeff Bezos. He knows all about us, and we, you know, we 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 go back and forth a lot with a lot of tit for tat. And there is now there's now concern that Amazon is going to start to sort of dilute the brand and make it more more shitty with all of their sort of. Non James Bond. Well, there's there's uh, there's there a, a reality we game show. What called 007's Road to a Million? A competition in which contestants trek around the world to the exotic locales featured in Bond films to win a 1.3 million dollar prize. So it's the Amazing Race, but just Bond themed, themed around. Bond. Yes, oh, that's okay. That and they have really access to some James Bond copy, copyright stuff, but um. I thought it was like spin-offs where they were going to make that movie with Naomi Harris. I think they were making mm-hmm. a movie with her. Or well, like that's okay. Spin-offs and stuff. 
I'm like, that's cool. It's just not a James Bond movie. Also, I don't. they haven't announced the next one yet. No, no, still not announced. I'm happy with that. Maybe they'll just stop. It's finished now. <laughs> he's dead. He died. He's dead. We've he died. had enough money. Now he's dead. We don't need any more money. We're yeah. going to make new films. Everybody. Yeah, people always say that. We've decided we're going to make new films. Yes, we've decided that it's clearly high time for the film industry to move on from sequels. <laughs> and now it's just new we're, original programming. New His name is Bames John. Bames John. Bames John. And guess, get this think, right. He works for British Intelligence. You know, I think we talk about Bames John a lot. <laughs> Have we? <laughs> I've got a feeling. So, yes, yeah, so I went to New York and saw... Oh, yeah, we're Craig talking about Macbeth. In, in yeah, Macbeth. Yeah, cool, cool. yeah, let's talk. Let, let's just talk about we're Macbeth talking now. About the, no more the, fucking around. The play about mm, a king. Yeah. Well, first of all, we had a great time. It was Emma was there as well, by the way. Everyone, when I say we, uh, I'm not going to explain who that is. Pick it up from context clues. Um, <laughs> uh, so we saw Hamilton. Cool. Which uh, which was obviously great. No, but the, it, it was it was never going to be. Yes. Yeah. I've only seen the filmed version, and nothing's ever going to be as great as that. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a completely different cast. And those cast are the right people for the roles. So, yeah, you know, um, I had a one Did of you my see anything else. Well, one of my problems was that the guy playing uh, what's his Hamilton. name Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> what's the main guy in Hamilton? Oh, um, he's the hero of that story. Again. Um, short guy. Lin Manuel's not tall. A real short king. Yeah, but they're short, and then like, and Aaron Burr very tall girl <laughs> so when they stood next to each other and they're meant to be sort of equals you know vying for different things yeah like he's below his shoulder <laughs> oh jesus and for a lot of the second act or second half mm. hamilton wears like a bright green jacket mm-hmm. and so as soon as my brain said leprechaun <laughs> that was it <laughs> i couldn't come back from oh, it oh that's so mean but also <laughs> Yeah, I'm you know good actor, he's a good singer, and I feel, and I feel bad for him, but it's just yeah, I was biased. I was I was marginalizing him for his height the whole time. <laughs> now I'm not a tall guy, <laughs> but then, <laughs> but I'm not trying to play Hamilton. You know what I mean? So and then so then I run in jokes with just like Alexander Hamilton. Invisible to the naked eye. <laughs> like He's been ninja. in this room the whole time, but you didn't realize. Oh, so I think they should have got him little stilts or something. Uh, and Aaron Burr, you know how when you're far away, your brain just decides what someone looks like. So he just became Michael Keegan Key from far away. Keegan Michael. Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, isn't that yeah. his name? Yeah. And I didn't love his. He was just. He was just playing Aaron Burr, really like a villain, and not with sort of the the tragedy of the character. So he was. You know like, what I mean? He was a, a like a. He a, was the bad guy. He was yeah. He's just playing. He was just playing the bad guy. He's playing him. And he, I'm the guy who shot him. Yeah, like a ha 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 ha. <laughs> That's not how the. Now I'm were. the villain in your history. Yeah, and he, he was playing him more like Jafar, I think. <laughs> Which made the character a lot funnier, but then you get disconnected from like the, fact the that power he's not of that. To be a comedic character. Yeah, yeah, and he's meant to be a tragic character who you know, who history remembers as an idiot, probably rightly, but also you know everyone, you know we we're, we're all idiots in our in our own way. True. 
Our lives just, you know, don't, no one's life would stand up to that much scrutiny. What I will never get over is like, yeah, sure, there were duels and everything, but when he shot and killed Alexander Hamilton, he was the sitting vice president. <laughs> he was the vice president. You know, I can see Kamala shooting. Where's, somebody, where's, yeah. where's, the, where's the vice president? Oh, he's he's out. What's he doing? He's just something the treasury. Something really important. <laughs> something really important and normal for the vice president to be doing. Don't even worry about it. Okay. When when will he be back? Well, when he'll either be back never, or he'll be back around ten. And also, and I didn't really like the King George as well. He didn't have the same force of performance. It was kind of like if Blackadder was doing it. It was more flippity floppity. Farce. He was playing it as a farce. Well, no, it was just more sort of. He was more sort of sardonic, and less sort of forcefully mad. Yeah. Anyway, so that was Hamilton. And then the other thing we saw was a play called American Buffalo by uh, David Mamet. Mamet? I've heard of David Mamet. The Mamster. And uh, starring Sam Rockwell. Ooh. Lawrence Fishburne. Mm Mm-hmm. And Darren Criss. Cool. Yeah. Just Just, three actors? Just those three guys for an hour and a half. very cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Was it good? Yeah, it was. It was good. Really small, quite a small theater. It was in the round. Yeah, it's just those three dudes. It's like three kind of like low lifes, mm. I guess, kind of like or like poor people. But here, like Lawrence Fishman's character owns a junk shop, and they're basically like trying to get this expensive coin. He thinks it's like it becomes this really like intentionally tor- torturously complex plot around this 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 coin and what their their plan is for how they're going to break into this guy's house to get it back and they're just like all terrible at doing this kind of thing and it's just three guys who like can never quite get a handle on what's going on around them so it's quite funny as well uh but oh it's just electrifying to see those guys you know in in real life that's cool and Lawrence Fishburne's looking great he's old yeah in my head he'd he'd become a, a very large man he'd sort of you know his girth had gone well, a little bit out of control. Wears a lot of jackets in most of the films he's in. Yeah, but in this, you know, it looks like he's 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 well, being on stage down a bit. will do that to you. Yeah, the energy. Yeah. yeah, and he's just such a such a big guy. His arms and legs are so long. He's got such a big radius. You know, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, and so then cool. yes, we saw Daniel Craig play Macbeth at the the what's it called the Lamour the Lacrome the English play. He didn't do a, a Scottish accent, which but they never seem to do, do they? When they do really? Macbeth, which is which you know, which just is just when they say the word Macbeth, which is inaccurate. Yeah, everything <laughs> else then. is in whatever they have, and then just Macbeth. Hello, my lord Macbeth. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I'll have three Macbeths, please, um, and a large Coke. The Lyceum. Sorry, it was bugging me. I couldn't remember the name. So it's the. the, the the, the, the Lyceum Theatre. The Lyceum Theatre. Uh, starring opposite uh, Ruth Negger, uh, an Irish uh, slash Ethiopian actor. Uh, is a, that is a truly terrifying name to have to say out loud as a white person. Ruth Negger. Mm. Um, I'm just going to call her Ruth from now on. That's fine. And she was very good. She's been nominated for a Tony. Oh, nice. Coming out Daniel? No. What? Snubbed. Snubbed by the now clearly corrupt and bullshit Tony Awards, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's that's a new feud. We can start feuding with the Tonys now. Already just... have. <laughs> Way ahead of you. 
Oh, yeah. Count me in. <laughs> how did that? How did that start? Well, Daniel Craig wasn't nominated for a Tony. Oh, okay. So when you say way ahead of me, you mean by seconds? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. But that's um, still in the league. That's <laughs> <laughs> all it counts. A win's a win. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Uh, yeah, and you know it was an exciting day. We'd started referring to it as Daniel Craig Day. Okay. When it finally arrived, and uh, on Daniel Craig Day, everything did seem to be coming together. Uh, all the Roe versus Wade stuff was kicking off, so there was this big protest in uh, Union Square that we walked past, and um, they seem to have migrated a little bit away from their initial focus because now they were all just chanting "fuck Jeff Bezos," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Hell yeah, Daniel Craig Day!" <laughs> this doesn't link to Daniel Craig for anyone except me, but good for you guys. Fuck Jeff Bezos, indeed. And then we went to a. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, like, I feel like you guys now have like multiple focuses for this protest. That's fine, but good for you. Um, and uh, then we went into a, a coffee shop, place for for lunch, and the song playing was like a house remix of "No Time to Die." Okay. Yeah, I was like, that's another sign. Everything's going well. <laughs> Daniel Craig hasn't broken his ankle again or something, as you know, he fucking loves to do. Um, He'd still do the show. I would hope so. Just With moon boot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and everyone then you'd get a Tony. We're like, oh, he did it with a cane. Mm. His his interpretation or one of, of those Beth like has a limp. crutches where you get one crutch. It's just one stick that has a V at the top of it. You put your shoulder in it. Tiny Tim style. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And so, yeah, it was all right. Okay. We were front row. <laughs> and I don't know if the tickets got changed. I didn't remember booking front row. I was felt sure we were a few rows back and on the other side of the theater. When we got in there, with front row right on the right-hand side. So, like, without getting out of my seat, I could touch the stage. And so people would come over and do monologues on that corner. For some of it, Daniel is doing a monologue and he's like just a meter and a half away from me. I could could have physically assaulted him if I wanted to. No one could have stopped (laughs) me. I could have Will Smithed him. Yeah, it was strange. It was strange to see him really there. I didn't get any eye contact and obviously I was trying. Um, He's acting, Sam. Yeah, I know. He makes eye contact with nobody. Well... I felt like some people were getting some eye contact, but obviously, but I'm wearing a mask, so that will make it harder for him to be like, "Oh, Sam from the podcast." You know, <laughs> I should have yelled stuff out because he's only oh, recognized my he's only yeah. recognized my voice, isn't he? Yeah, I should have been like, "Exceptional thieves, crazy, all bonds, <laughs> bonds, James, James, John." Remember that one? <laughs> and then he'd been like, "I remember that fucking voice." <laughs> What did the set look like? What did they do? It was like... Because a lot of people do weird shit with Shakespeare now. It was like no set. Okay. It was all very flat, all one level. Okay. Um, And just like a few bits of furniture on on and off. It had a very sort of still in rehearsal look to it. What costumes were they wearing? Period pieces? I was not a fan of the costumes. I'll tell you that much right now. Daniel Daniel Craig and Ruth just... Let's do it through the power of words. Okay. Daniel Craig and Ruth Negger both had see, both had great costumes and both looked and both looked great for most of it. Mm-hmm. But then what everyone else was wearing 
was really, really boring. I, it was like, I don't know, to be honest, I'm not, I don't know what they were thinking. I'm sorry to say this, Daniel. It looked like all the actors were just, like, they were just told, just wear whatever you have at home. Were they wearing like modern day clothing? Modern day clothing, yeah. But not, but, but like it did, I didn't really understand what they were doing with it. It didn't seem like it was a choice. It looked like they were just wearing what they would wear to an early stage rehearsal Mm. when they're not going to be doing anything too much physical. Some of it like really ugly. A guy had like a brown fleece baseball cap that he wore. Yeah, a fleece hat. And just like the ugliest like runners. These like the sneakers I've ever seen in my life, like with like green, like none of it went together at all. It was quite perplexing, and so they had so then, but they're also not neutral. Yeah, but then if they, they were all if they were all like shades of beige. Yeah, it'd be a like, choice. Oh yeah, so now we're doing that. Um, but then they would also change roles without changing these costumes, which became quite oh, confusing. Okay. Uh. And 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 speaking of beige, and not Daniel, just like different hats. No, 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 no change at all. Very explicitly, no, no change. One of the girls, one of the witches, was wearing this fucking ugly, like cardigan, like bright. You know how like the thing with fashion at the moment is to be ugly. That's as far as sure. I can tell. <laughs> like if I walk around a department store now, I feel like this is <laughs> terrible stuff. Just absolutely shocking things on offer. Um, she had one of those. She things. had one of those things on. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a bit like it's you know, if someone walked past you in the street, you'd be like, okay, whatever. You're wearing that in your in your spare personal time, not on stage in Macbeth on Broadway. On actual on Broadway. Broad, on Broadway. I like. I was said. I was making sure Emma and I said Broadway the whole time. So Broadway. People, so people knew that we were Broadway. cool and sophisticated. Yes. And familiar with. Oh hello. With the ways of the broad. Uh, but yeah, speaking of beige, Daniel had great outfits all through the the first act. Like a, he had like a Slytherin green jacket on after he's done mm. the murder, and like a long sort of like three quarter length like o- overcoat at the beginning where they're they're meeting the witches and stuff. And then cool, cool, they cool. in the second act when he's sort of going mad and everything, he is wearing he's wearing a beige jumper for nearly all of it. Like a hoodie or a cardigan? No, like a, like a cardigan. It might have had leather elbows. I don't know. But it's beige. And I just couldn't get over that. If you were going to do so either ugly. of those things, you'd go from beige to something else. See, in his, he, he's also, he's wearing his like, like he's got like almost knee-high boots, which are meant to be like army boots, I think. Mm. I don't know what sort of, what type of army. Um, but then... What I eventually realized were meant to be like pajama trousers under them because mad, right? So I think, he, and he has, he's wearing like white, but they weren't very obviously pajamas. I'm like, well, if it's pajamas, it's got to be pinstripe. And that communicates to it, that, that tells everyone what it is. Instead, the pajamas are pinstripe, yeah. Yeah, instead, like the time and place of everything has been so vague, just white sort of pajama material. I thought, well, maybe that's just what, that's the trousers they wear. And I've seen a shot of him from another performance where he's wearing the pajama shirt as well instead of the beige jumper. I'm like, well, that will work better as well. So not a fan of the costumes and not a fan of the witches. The witches weren't scary. 
See, that's what you need. You need like it's a foundation stone for Macbeth. I'm for that sorry. Play you have to have scary witches. Scary witches are fucking cool. Gigs, yeah, they are cool. Have you seen the the Denzel one? No. Oh, the witches and that can get fucked. Cool. It's played. It's played by one woman, and she does like body contortion and stuff. That's cool. And she's fucking terrifying. Um, so it's sort See, that's cool. the way they're doing it is kind of like it's one being that fractures itself into mm. three and stuff, and then it flies away as three birds or whatever. Great. When I saw Macbeth in London a long time ago with Patrick Stewart, mm. and the opening of the the opening of the play, they were doing it's kind of like World War Two era, nice. and so it was like a field hospital in the in the wars, all the sounds and and you know staff and blah blah mm. blah. And then, good aesthetic for it. Great aesthetic. And then at a certain point, it stops and like the light, and there's like scary music. And there's three uh, nurses on stage who've been there the whole time, and they're all facing away. And then they slowly turn to face the audience, and you suddenly realize these nurses are the witches oh, that have cool. been on stage the whole time. Yeah, that's witches really as nurses. Cool. And I, yeah, so scary. Here is so we're all we're all coming in taking our seats. And there's a table already on the stage mm-hmm. with like cooking. So not big kitchen, just normal kitchen. Okay, just a regular, like a table table. Yeah, just a table table, yeah. right? Pre-prepared or stuff to cook with? They're cooking. It's got like power. They've got a full like frying pan with like steam. Was somebody actually cooking on the they're, stage? They're, they're cooking something. I couldn't really see because I was low down. Mm. Um, but the actors are out already. They're talk- like, like just milling around, just having chitter chatter. On the stage? Yeah. While you were making your way into your seats, yes, house lights up. It's yeah. already it's okay. already happening. Okay. okay, and I think it was meant to be that oh everything is nice, and so that makes what happens more horrifying because it's happening in a situation where everything seems very normal. Yeah. Because then uh, a guy comes came on and gave sort of like an opening monologue, uh, like a original things were talking about the play and about witches and stuff and maybe kind of funny and whatever um and then they bring bring a bring a guy out and like attach a thing to his to his leg so he gets hoisted up upside down but they're like being really nice to him about it all the time like patting him on the back and saying well done and while he's upside down they pretend to like cut his throat and blood effect comes out and then they add that into what they're cooking and that becomes a, a potion or whatever had house lights gone down while that happened? I think how after that mo- that guy's opening monologue, then house lights slowly went down, and then like the whole cast came on, including Daniel Craig, mm. like in kind of the crowd. So everyone suddenly started to do a quick, a quick round of applause, like as as he came out. But it really tried to sort of just get on get rid it. of that moment, you know, That's which I didn't like. It's Daniel Craig, yeah. You know, I'm like let's let's just. It, Maybe it, it's it like, felt like the product. Like I don't like. The, the director. I think, I think the director doesn't know what he's doing. Done to like be like, yeah, this is not different than the real. Like, it's your life. Life just continues into the play. Yeah. Instead of like, stop, play. Yeah. End. Yes. Yeah. It very much made it so. Yeah. So there, there wasn't sort of a clear demarcation mm. of now. Now we're now we're doing the play. Yeah. Now and the play is going to begin. Yes. And I, I, Roll credit. I guess I prefer having the. Now the play is going to begin. Yeah, you you're prefer all... being told to turn your phone off. Well, you, you're already having to reach so far out of your actual life to be in a Shakespeare play, you know, yeah. that 
I find the more the more you de demarcate it and heighten it, the kind of it helps really, because otherwise you get I, you get more distracted by the fact that none of us have any idea what they're saying most of the time. Like we get the gist. I think but also like if, I'm quite when you do Shakespeare in like a new context, like when they we're not wearing Shakespearean outfits and all like Renaissance outfits and stuff, mm. it's very hard to follow what they're saying. But if they're wearing this like appropriate thing, <laughs> you think the rough helps. Like, it, it it helps. Like, okay, cool. You're this person because that's what you look like. And you're, oh, yeah, you do. You're saying this. And like, if yeah. they turn up the, just a little bit of the um, pantomime-ness of what acting was. Yeah. Like, you need big hand movements and big faces and that. stuff. But when they're doing things subtly, Shakespeare is fucking impossible. Yeah, it was a, it was a little bit, um, a little bit subtle. And because there's, yeah, no, no costume changes or no mm. anything. That meant unless you're unless you're very familiar with the plot already, it was quite easy to get lost. to get lost yeah. because Shakespeare isn't helping you out at all by having a line at the beginning like "Oh, hello, Doctor, come on in." Yeah. And they just start talking. And like, I thought that's Banquo. What's going on? <laughs> Scene two. Yeah. Continue. But yeah, and Macbeth's a weird play as well. It's um, a rough ride. What's your preferred Shakespeare play? Because I'm a Hamlet guy. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. I just like Hamlet. I've seen David Tennant do Hamlet, and he's fucking great. Yeah. But Hamlet is is a play, and I and because I actually went out of my way to understand the story. Uh huh. Yeah. See, for me, it'd be it would be Romeo and Juliet or Macbeth, probably. They're the two that I have the most connection with, and have seen the most times, and had the most in involvement with, and that's the. Th I, I feel like I feel like with Macbeth. Mm. It's a really cool story. Yeah. That I think with is... With scary witches. With scary witches. But that I also think is written weird. Yep. Like it's not <laughs> it's not how I would pace it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Will. The first the first half much better than the second half. Definitely, yeah. And I mean like like Lady Macbeth, she turns up and like first, like the first scene before Macbeth even gets there, she's like, "Oh, oh, Lord, take take the milk out of my breast and turn me into an evil, evil witch, or I'm going to be so evil." And like the, all the cool evolution you could do just like disappears. <laughs> so she's evil, evil, evil already from from the beginning, and then she's in the place so much in the first half. You know, it's, you know, it's a big two hander, Macbeth. You know, it should be it's Macbeth and Lady Macbeth, mm. and then in the second half she's just like sleepwalking in one scene and then she just dies off screen Macbeth is like what was that scream and they're like oh she's she's dead now really oh <laughs> and that's the end of Lady Macbeth <laughs> what a terrible waste of a fantastic character that you invented such an inventive name too yeah and suddenly the second half we'll do we're spending all this time with is it Malcolm whose family gets annihilated We've never met any of these people before. We don't care about them. And Macbeth... But it's an epic, though. Macbeth is never in the same room with any of the, the family or anything. Mm. So, yeah, it's cool that he's he's doing it. But, I, you know, I mean, if we want to rewrite Macbeth, <laughs> I think there's... I <laughs> there's, think there's, a, there's a chance there for something good. I think there's a lot of, you know, yeah. He's got... Look, he had a lot of great ideas. I'll say well, that. Look... Because it didn't. He, I think it was in the. It was in a play gear. They're all in lockdown, and Will Shakespeare wrote 
Macbeth and Hamlet and something else, or King Lear or something. He wrote three in one year. Would have been one of the King Richards or some shit. Yeah, he's like, he recycled, oh, I'll go back to... Yeah, because he wrote like eight King I'll do Henry IV, IV. (laughs) Henry IV, IV. So weird. They're all about kings. That's all people want to watch. Yeah. There were no, like, peasant stories at the time. No. You know, it's all just kings. Yeah, well, peasants just come on to... Yeah, they're all be, there to be there to be the to be the clown. But life is about the king. Yeah, <laughs> rewriting Hamlet. But people I have think... rewritten all of them, and that's most of the films that we have. But see, no, see, that's the problem <laughs> with like all people can do is take stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like they had it quite short. This Macbeth, it was just a bit over two hours, so they've cut a lot out. Oh Jesus! But I think, I mean, to make them good, you got to be able to add stuff in as well. Yeah, but you should also be allowed to change pacing. Like, I would, I would love a put modern day in different places. A modern day, modern scripted, just portrayal of the Macbeth story over like a few episodes, like a mini series. Everything should be a mini. Welcome back to everything should be a mini series. No, just for because we're rewriting a play. We'll write, we'll write it as a play. So okay. you're rewriting Macbeth as a modern day, modern scripted Macbeth. Yeah. I would love, but as a play, I would, I would love to do that, and just like, don't even adapt the script. Just forget the script, and just Starting, come up with I something for people to say. Having the witches still would be really cool. Yeah, but having the witches be, depending on where you're setting it as well, it'd be cool if the witches were just some homeless guy, or some homeless woman was the witches, just mm-hmm. one person, because I think that idea is really cool. Actually, have one person, one being person three. be the three witches. Yeah. Um, but then also have, That's I like the idea stage. of a small cast playing everybody else for stage. So you have your two leads and then a small cast plays everybody else on stage. Mm-hmm. But changing costumes. Yes. Changing accents. I'm talking about, I think the bigger the bigger rewrite needs to be more around Macbeth, Malcolm, Banquo. Make him actually speak English. That'd be great. Make him speak English. Yeah, not Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's that weird iambic pentameter Scottish that fucks you up <laughs> with Macbeth. Have I would have I would have Macbeth, Malcolm, and Banquo, all like all be kind of like a group of bros. Yeah, I think. Um, and then then you can have all the stories happening at the same time instead yeah. of one after the other after the other. Oh yeah, and just and show and so it's it's, it's more personalized when Macbeth starts taking them all out because it is it's very personalized with with Banquo. And yes. I think I just I need more around why Macbeth and Lady Macbeth do this. I want more around. How does Lady Macbeth die? Um, well, I think she like kills herself slash dies of sleep guilt. You know. Ah, uh, I've I've had that. Yeah, <laughs> haven't we all? <laughs> um, yes, that's how she dies. <laughs> just like more exploration of how and why they do this. You the know, witches like, told where, them to. Yeah, but where does well, him. Give me, I would think, I need more of like what their life has been like leading up to this point. And they're like disappointments and frustrations that drive them to do this, 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 this evil thing. Yeah. And to start a war. And why they get, and it, you know, here's, here's a plot hole. Why? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I guess kind of, it's just a, it's just an observation. If you're if you're Macbeth, right? The witches say you're gonna be you're you're gonna be Thane Cawdor, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna be king, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets back to camp, and he's given Thane of Cawdor. 
Mm-hmm. So why does he think he needs to do something to become king? Because following the rules of this prophecy, yeah, they've just said you're going to do this, and gonna, this is going to happen. Cool. Yeah, he didn't have to do anything to I'm become just chill, bro. Just yeah, why? Because but actually, no, because you could still have... do shit. But the witches come back in later and be like, mate, <laughs> what the fuck? Why did you kill? You said I was going to be king. Yeah, yeah, but not anymore. We said you were going to be king. Why did you do all this? We just told. We just gave away well, the ending. Mate. I just, I don't. I, well, okay, so now you say. They've all got Australian accents, though. Now you say it like that, it does seem a bit mental. What I did. <laughs> am I? Mm. Am I the bad guy? Yeah. The other, the cool thing they did when when the witches come back when he goes back onto the heath to say to ask them what the fuck's going on mm. and so they're making more of the the potion and um, they had um, and so they've got a big they had a big tub full of the of red goopy shit and um, this woman she had, she had it's, it's kind of like a I don't know if it was like a whippersnipper or something this big <laughs> I was that was mixing it yeah and the guy whose throat they'd cut before. He's now there on stage with, uh, like, with a severed leg. Was he got like a hole in the stage that his leg is down, and so they're there like sawing his leg off. That they then take off and put into the stew. So that was pretty good. And then they all they do like physically drink whatever this thing is that they've made. Uh, it's just also undermined by what they were wearing. <laughs> cool things were um, Macbeth. He, like he gets given a gun, but the, the gun is a spotlight. So they're physically, so the actors are shining lights around the stage like it's a gun. And uh, Emma didn't like this, but I did. They're actors actors walking around holding the smoke machine. So can be cool, can be be tacky. Um, I think, again, because it wasn't clear who the person is. Smoke machine or fog machine? Uh, I guess fog machine, maybe. Um, Yeah, and the way it really worked out, it wasn't like there were three witches. They were just like, everyone was witches. Mm -hmm. There was Macbeth and Lady Macbeth, and then all the rest of the cast was was witches. So you could could interpret it that the whole thing is just taking place in their heads. Well, I I just think it, it, it... uh, diffused the the horror and the mm. and the fear of of these specific beings you know there were a couple of uh scary things they did do when someone says the i saw the the, the wood began to move mm. there was a big sort of like psycho sound and then like a flash a big flash of like of trees on the on, on the back like wall. shadows of trees yeah which oh, made emma cool. which made emma jump Nice. Not not me, of course, because I've got nerves of steel. Oh, definitely. Um, and the the one cool staging thing they did do, I don't know why they just did this one thing and not anything else the whole play, <laughs> um, was <laughs> just in terms of the staging. Staging was I just when I realized like it, oh, this is this is all too flat. Like when it's like this is this a dagger I see before me? Like the whole murder sequence, mm. it got confusing where they were. And like, what room are we in now? And they're here because you're hearing knocking, you're hearing yeah, this, yeah. like where the, they go into the room and come out of it. So I think if they had like a staircase and, you know, this dagger I see before me happens halfway up the staircase as he's going to Duncan's room or something, mm-hmm. that just give you more, more sense of the geography of, of what's going on. And also Duncan was played like a real twit. He's like a, <laughs> he's like, he's in a, literally in a fat suit. Um, really? Yeah. It's, oh, and it's like sort of like older like bald guy who you're clearly not meant to like and i thought well that's not so good because that makes the crime seem less bad yeah i'd kill this guy like this kid this guy's obviously a <laughs> he's obviously a bad king so I think making all the it's good for everyone kills um 
mm. making them seem like characters you can actually enjoy. Yeah. And then when he kills them, it's it's bad. Yeah, like in the it's in the to be bad. in the Denzel one, Duncan's played by Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, you don't want him so to die. He's, that, I like me some Brendan Gleeson. That's who you want to be king of Scotland. Well, he should he should be. Yeah, he should be now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think he's Irish, but I want him to be king Scotland of Scotland. will accept it. This will be a moment of unity for the Isles. Um, Though Brendan Gleeson is definitely Irish. Yeah. No, the one good thing they did do... That sounds bad. The cool staging thing they did choose to do was, I thought, oh, this is... It's cool that they it's just open all the way to the, the back of the theatre. Mm. There's like brick wall with doors and exit signs and stuff. And that that stayed the same the whole play. And then right at the end, just before the final um, scenes, this final uh, confrontation when Malcolm and everyone, Malcolm Macduff, I get Macduff. confused. Macduff comes out, comes into the into the castle. That whole wall is is not a wall and just moves to the front of the stage that's cool so it's and it moves quite fast as well and it slides until there's like a few meters of stage left so suddenly the whole stage has changed see that's cool and it's got like pipe like fake pipes and stuff mm. on it and during the final fight uh, with Macbeth and they Macduff those pipes have blood effects in them so they like throw them against the wall, and you see them like flick something open, and blood like spurts out of that and onto them. That's cool. So those 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 were cool ideas. The fighting was not as good as I thought it should be, given that one of the protagonists is literally James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on just James like the Bond, physicality yeah, he, he of it. Takes. So this may have just yeah. Been a bad take. This just reveals the fact that he's actually never been good at it. <laughs> but what I as soon as I saw that, I thought, ah, oh, they should have had had a bunch of like trees on it mm. and suddenly the like the walls are literally closing in on Macbeth and the walls are now the trees so as the forest of Dunsinane is coming to come to the castle yeah, but the walls closed in so like metaphorically it happened yeah well it literally happened and the wall is it, it is a bit of a literal metaphor I guess. Wall, I guess yeah but then if like because we've thought that's the that's a solid wall the whole time i like that when that starts moving it it mm. fucks with our head in the same way the fact that the forest is moving is fucking with his that's when and I that's saw, what i would have done when i saw hades town um first act because it's all the bands on stage, everything's on stage. It's very steampunk, like a little amphitheater set up. Mm-hmm. And then there's just this round table in the middle that spins and rises and lowers so they can enter through the middle of the stage. Mm-hmm. And then they go into the underworld for the second act. And the way they do that is just it all splits apart by about a meter and a bit in three sections. So it just opens and you just see pipes and things and lights coming in. Ooh. And so like it just goes... And opens like this thing, and you're you're now down in the underworld, and they lower some lights down, nice. and that's just the simplest thing that like it doesn't change the way they've set it up. It just mm-hmm. opens these passages that they can enter and stuff from, and then just adds aesthetic, and it's yeah. just fucking cool. I love theater. The best the best ideas are always so simple. Mm. Just like like the Hamilton rotating stage. Yeah, unbelievable. Yep. So simple. You can do so much with it. Yeah. Did you where did you see Hades Town? New York. The Banquo was played by a woman, um, mm. and uh, I think she's been in Hades Town for the last like few years. Cool. I forget her name, very sorry. She was very good. So, um, the other cool like prop thing I think they did was uh, when Banquo, the ghost of Banquo, returns to mm. the feast. Um, they had like a big um, 
hooded gown on, I guess, and they'd obviously managed to have a fog or smoke machine inside the hood. So there's fog coming out of the, the hood as the person walks around. So that, that was cool as well. That is very cool. And so I guess having said all the things I didn't like about the costumes and stuff. How was Danny? I think, I think Daniel's performance was great. Nice. I was really, really happy with it. No notes. Quite funny. Mm. Um, yeah, he really he found a lot of sort of moments of, of humor in it. The only moment that felt like it sort of fell flat a little bit was when he's doing the like the most famous one was like um, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace, etc. It's a um, yeah, I think, and I wonder if they got to the point where like you know what, there's so much riding, like there's so much weight sitting on this, let's just throw it away, you know, rather rather than try to find something to do with it it was just sort of like stood in the center of the stage deliver line to the balcony move on okay. um but no really good obviously yeah he's, he's he's just got so much power as a as an actor and he's so he's got such a dense energy and um yeah i know it's hard to know what to say about it really he did really good ruth very very good as well i understand why she got her tony nomination banquo was really good Macduff was really good. The Witches, nothing to write home about. Well, there were too many of them. So yeah, it was just yeah, it was a little bit visually dull. Was the only was the only problem. And the whole the whole uh, design color scheme is pink. The poster is pink. Everything about it is pink. No pink on the stage at all. Hmm. I was waiting for something. You know, I was expecting a really fresh aesthetic. Hmm. You know, based on based on that pink, but no. Good luck. <laughs> uh, music was good, sort of like mournful strings. Three Tony Award nominations, including Best Actress, Actra- Actress. Macbeth reigns supreme. You have never seen a Macbeth like this. The cast is one of the best on Broadway. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's good. You probably it's have. got Daniel Craig in it. Yeah. So. So you haven't seen that, Obviously, it's one of the best on Broadway. When da- when Daniel Craig comes back after doing the murder, and he's you know when he's still like holding the knives like an idiot, and uh, him and Lady Macbeth are just having their little freak out, he goes into like the kitchen on stage and gets a beer, gets a natty light, and just <laughs> cracks it open so and starts cool. drinking it. Everyone laughed like. <laughs> What are we doing here? This is weird. <laughs> That's so great. Oh my god. There are people that have actually done other stuff in this cast. Like I recognize a lot of them. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, one of the I don't like her. A- Asia Kate Dillon from, from John Wick. John Wick, yeah. She's and, my least favorite character in John Wick. And billions. I've not seen billions. But mm. she like annoyed me in John Wick. I'm like, no, well, no, no, no. Politics I think are ruining John Wick. <laughs> Politics, because yeah, she's like from the well, high table, come to like sort everybody out. I'm like, no, let him I don't. Think. Well, I, I, sh- I, I, sh- I, I should say we should be saying that you find them very annoying. You are very, and you very much don't enjoy their work. Um, well, that one character, I've not seen billions. Uh, no, me neither. Done anything else? Yeah, I think that those are the those are the main things. They were good in this though. Uh, poor man's Hugh Laurie. Poor man's Hugh Laurie, and there's the other. There's another woman who played one of the witches who I've seen a lot of film and TV. What's the name there? No, she's Lady Macduff. 
No, I think that was her. Maria Dezia. Yes. See, isn't that that shows you something that I most remember as playing one of the witches? Yeah, she's also Lady Macduff, who turns up for one scene and then they just get murdered. Yep. Set up payoff, William. You spend so much time with that stupid porter scene, which is not funny anymore. I'm sorry. Just because they laughed at it in Elizabethan times doesn't mean we have to try and laugh at it now. Like the of jokes all, don't have to be the jokes anymore. Of all the of all the things in the play that are least likely to translate, the jokes are the first to go. Obviously, I mean this podcast is obviously an absolute riot of laughs at the moment. But um, in five hundred years, probably not. No, the laughing will happen at other times. We'll just we'll just exist in some sort of podcast museum of the greatest shows ever. Daniel Craig, Macbeth is hailed as one of the finest actors of his generation on stage, screen, and television. Craig was yes. recently seen as James Bond for the fifth and final <laughs> time in No Time to Die, after previously, star- previously starring as Bond, Inspector, Quantum Solace, Casino Royale, <laughs> okay. and the critically acclaimed box office smash, Skyfall. His standout okay. performance in Ryan Johnson's Knives Out earned him a Golden Globe nomination, and he will, will be reprising his role in an upcoming sequel. Oh my god, other notable film credits include <gasps> Munich, Layer Cake, Road to Perdition, and uh-huh. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. In Road to Perdition, what about our friends in the North? Like, he's in it for like, 50, like 10 minutes. Oh, he's not in Road to Perdition very much at he's all. An, he's an important... I tell you what, they've, they've nailed our top five pretty much, haven't they? <laughs> um, Craig is also an accomplished stage actor, and in 2013 starred in the critically acclaimed Broadway show Betrayal, which we didn't get to see. No. But... Rachel was in it. So was Rafe Spall. Ooh. Yeah. And he, he was in Othello he a few years ago. Broadway, 2016. With the same director, Sam oh. Gold. So that one might have been fairly visually David dull as well. David was in that too. Mm. That's kick-ass. In, 20, in 2009, Man. he started a 12-week Broadway run of A Steady Rain. With, he played opposite Hugh. Hugh Jackman. Can you imagine? That'd be so cool. <laughs> Yeah, man, if I even lived near New York, I'd be going to Broadway the so much. Constantly. Yeah. Look at that photo. That's a photo a dad puts as his Facebook page. He's taking that photo of himself, isn't he? That is definitely a, yep, that is a selfie. This like, is, this is, this Here's is. the photo you get, <laughs> and they've just like, okay, just put a lot of Instagram filters on Could it. Could you shave first, Daniel? No. No. That's <laughs> oh. literally a photo your dad picks for his Facebook <laughs> Uh, now I didn't. Now obviously I didn't waste the opportunity to uh, pick up some new some new items. So I do I do have some some gifts for you what? that I've brought from overseas. <laughs> There's the first one. Always open the smallest one first. Okay. Are we going to rank this? I haven't seen it. We can't. And it's it's not okay. A film. I wondered it's not if film. Yeah, but we. We have talked about it. We ranked the filmed play that we saw before. That's true, but it was filmed. Okay. But would you rank this higher than that play? Yeah. Thank God. Because it's, it's Macbeth, so it's a, it's a better play. Oh my God, it's a pin. It's embossed. Special embossed oh, Daniel Craig Look, it's just pin. like the play. It's pink. Hey, everybody, look and see. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, cool. A colour that never occurs in the production. Does he get covered in grey paint and shattered? From the inside by Lady Macbeth. Yeah. Unfortunately not. Oh. He doesn't get terminated to. Damn it. It is a good poster though. 
It's a great poster. That is really cool. It's a, it's a great visual. But like that visual of Lady Macbeth being inside Macbeth and then shattering his mind. Mm-hmm. It's not part of Macbeth. It no, but like it it's what it, that's what <laughs> everyone wants it to be and everyone like really thinks it is. Yeah. It's just not there in the text <laughs> because it's a wasted opportunity because I don't think he did enough drafts. But is it there in this production of Macbeth? They, because the poster says it is. They do it as much as they can. Yeah. But the it will be there says. in our rewrite. Yes. Of um, of Macbeth. Titled Windy Dunes. But imagine writing something that 400 years later... People are still people picking are still over. Just putting it on and then judging it. I think if William Shakespeare came back, he'd be like, guys, they're not that good. <laughs> Chill out. They're like, not. Write something else. Like, yeah, I know that. Like, they're fine, but... <laughs> I wouldn't still be doing it hundreds of years later. <laughs> he would have been sick of them as soon as they were finished. Yeah. Because he wrote the next one. Yeah. he Well, he clearly didn't go back and do any editing. Yeah. There were no reruns. No. <laughs> Gift number two. I like this wrapping paper. Good. Did you get it overseas? Uh, no. That's homegrown. Oh, you know, support Australian businesses. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, yep. yeah. Definitely. Yep, yep, yep. It is a um. It's a T-shirt. Is it? Of Macbeth. Macbeth. Oh my God, she's breaking through the face again. It's like the lapel pin, but now it's the size of your entire chest. Got it your, is a good poster. Got your little Macbeth shirt there. That's fucking cool. It is good, isn't it? Guess and it's I'm great opportunity tonight. Hey. It's a Macbeth T-shirt. Guess what I'm wearing to dinner have tonight? You got a Macbeth T-shirt? Yes, I have. <laughs> That's cool. We are going out for dinner after this, guys, and we will be wearing our Macbeth t-shirts. Oh, it says something. Um, That's beautiful. And so, yeah, that was Macbeth. I saw him. I saw Daniel You've Craig. been. Mm. You could have grabbed him. I could have but physically. But you restrained yourself, Sam, Yeah. Which I think is personal growth. Yeah. I think we can call that oh, yeah. personal growth. Oh, if this, if this had happened a year ago, I'd, I'd still be in jail. <laughs> They wouldn't have let more. Well, well, they me. would have. They would have deported me. You'd still be attached physically to him. <laughs> yes, the handcuffs <laughs> still won't have come off. You would have swallowed. I just that get key. his. I just get his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swallow the key. <laughs> and I no no keep keep doing the Finish show. The play now. Do it. Do it. actually start again. Go no, back to the start. One of those dog leashes that has the extendable. <laughs> <laughs> so I just sit. Like, do, you, do you finish it? Okay, we'll clap, 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 clap. Okay, let's go, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I could have waited by the theatre door for him to come out, but I didn't. Yeah, because it's... But I tell you what... It's just needy. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be weird about... Because, like, when He's I meet him... Work. When we meet, it's going to be as equals. Okay. You know? Yep. It's not going to be in some sort of fan, doing me a favour situation. It's going to be, hello, Sam, hello, Daniel. Let, you know, first name basis. Let's sit. Let's away. sit. Let's sit down for dinner and discuss our upcoming project. Okay. The sequel to Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Nothing, nowhere, never. But tell you what, if you want the experience of Daniel Craig leaving the theater, you can see it on Instagram, because on the Instagram he account, have an Instagram account. On the Instagram account, what's Daniel wearing? There is footage <laughs> of him every day leaving the theater to step into his car, oh and they analyze God. his outfits and list out like the brands and stuff. See, I liked Colonial I, I liked Messenger thinking bag. about him as a human, and mm-hmm. not like 
the fact that somebody has a what's he wearing Instagram page. You don't like getting that that detailed and no, it's a bit too intimate. That's that's, that's too like Zephron in two thousand seven, where like every second Tumblr page was a teenage girl loving Zephron. Every every like that's what it was. Yeah, that's what that feels like. And now, like he there is it. no there is no Tumblr, and there's no Zephron. No, they've both actually. I do want to see Firestarter because it looks pretty great. Oh, it looks awful. No, I want to see it. it. Looks awful, mate. So. Want to go see Firestarter? <laughs> no, I do not at all. I want to see The Northman and I want to see oh. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I want to see that. That's actually. what I want to see. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And then I want to see Top Gun Maverick in a couple of weeks. Watched Top Park. Gun for the first time the other day. What? Yep, I'd never seen it before. How has that never come up in conversation? And what else have you never seen? Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Don't go out of your way. Well, you know... Uh, I'm not excited that I went out of my way for Top Gun. <laughs> Why? You didn't Bad. Love, like, you didn't love like some montages Bad. of men and shirts and stuff? And Look, they do a great... And a they, terrible love story. They do a great job of filming planes. Yeah, they do. That's fine. But watching Top Gun made me appreciate in a way that I have never before how much restraint Michael Bay actually shows. <laughs> And the fact that the music never drops away, like mm-hmm. Take My Breath Away is playing for about 45 minutes of that movie, just constantly churning like a broken jukebox in the background so that I felt like I can never relax at any point, like it never settles to a stop. <laughs> it's just like a music video rolling on and on and on. And the whole the whole plot is about a guy who causes the death of his friend in a training flight and has to realize that and just and has to get over it and 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 instead of being like maybe we shouldn't be doing all this this plane stuff especially given the fact that we're not at war it has to be like no 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 you have to keep doing doing plane stuff don't worry about it sometimes people die while they're just training with the US military and that's just a price we have to pay for freedom and then they go to a battle at the end and the enemy is never named Mm-hmm. It's just hostile. The boat has drifted into hostile waters. Oh no, there's MIGs. It's just MIGs. Yeah, and you know, I think a better it's, movie it's, that has the it's, same it's, plot is Days of Thunder. It's also starring sh- shameful. Tom Cruise. It's just shameful propaganda. <laughs> the U.S. Yeah, military had recruiting desks in movie theaters when that movie came out. Really? Yeah, that's depressing. Did they do the same thing? And they would have had to do it because it's the mid-80s, so they were halfway between wars. So there would have been a real lull of people thinking war is cool. So, Well, there were very few actual good war movies in the 80s. Well, there's Platoon. Yep. Can you name any others? Uh, Predator. That's not a war Uh, movie. Predator is just great. um, Well, they're at war with the Predator. Wait, when did Apocalypse Now happen? That's what I was just thinking. I think uh, it's late 70s. Yeah. Um, so to close out here, yeah. I think, shall we have a, li- uh, a quick little on-mic production meeting? Of <laughs> That's our <laughs> other recurring segment. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? What do you want to do? Well, I mean, you and I are going out for dinner. We know that well, much. Where and, uh, Daniel Craig it, merchandise and hope people ask us about it. But in a more general podcasting sense, <laughs> we haven't actually finished the Brenton Thwaites Hour. We no. still need to do Titan Season 2, Titan Season 3. That's all and we've got th- left for him, though. That's all we've got left for him. 
and then what should we what shall we do? Do, do we don't have to do, do anything again? Another filmography. Well, here okay, so there's two things. On one level, I really like the idea of just going back to vintage old school exceptional thieves and just seeing movies that are out and talking about, talking about them sometimes. Because yeah. this year we're, we're gonna have we've got we've got Top Gun, Cold and Maverick. We've got Jurassic Park. We've got Jurassic Yeah. Which we're both very excited about. Which I both of us are physically looks so excited bad. About. It looks so bad. You are incorrect. It looks so it's got incredibly bad. There are dinosaurs. It's in so it, obvious. I'm so embarrassed for Sam Neill. You will know. It's and Laura Dern. It's and gonna be great. I'm so. It's, it's going to be so so bad. Um. So yeah, we can see that. Uh. I'm just. I'm like strangely excited about Lightyear. Oh, me too. That looks, looks so good. good. It looks we got Thor. You got Black world, Panther. Maybe. You got fucking Avatar. Thor. Uh, nope. Um, the movie. Have you seen the trailer for Nope? The new Jordan Peele. Oh yes, aliens? yes I have. Yes I have. Fuck man, looks good. I There's see- a um, series on at the moment on Amazon Prime called Outer Range, which is like Josh Brolin mm-hmm. as a cowboy and some shits happening. Okay. Like, <laughs> well, don't tell me too much. I, th- I think it's kind of the same sort of gist, but Nope right. just looks so much fun. Like, Man, I saw, I saw the trailer for Nope. I was like, this motherfucker don't miss. <laughs> this motherfucker, like, because it's good, right? It's it it's all it's already good. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. See, that's the thing though. Us, not as good as Get Out. No. But still, very, still not a miss. Not a miss, but just a, not the vibe of what... It didn't end right. Well, it, it was just such a bonkers idea that... Yeah. They're holding you, hands across... That's let's not weird. Let's not... Let's Why not are they holding it. hands? Black Adam, Aquamane again, mm. Halloween ends. So lots of lots of great sequels. Uh, we've Obviously, we've missed out on a bunch of things over Wait, the last... Halloween ends... Are they actually making that? Yeah. Um, it's another Halloween this year. I just year. watched Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of these Halloween oh Halloweenies. I'm just intrigued that Danny McBride is the writer on one of them. That's cool. <laughs> at least one of them. The, like when they first. Did I've the never been into any of that Halloween. Jason, the Freddy Krueger. Like the Who first. Who gives one. a shit? Great. Okay. The first, actually, yeah, the first Friday the Thirteenth is also great because Jason isn't even in it. Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers, but it's not Jason; it's his mum. Mm-hmm. Jason just comes to life at the end of the first one, uh-huh. and then becomes this thing. And they've made sequels for some fucking reason. Yeah, there's like, just there's just nothing in that. The first in it one for of me. all of them is great, but the fact that there are like fifteen of each mm. makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah, and the the reboot that they did a couple of years ago, which was just Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis coming back and. Being like, yeah, I'm Linda Cart, I'm Linda, Linda Hamilton now. I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've lived thirty years waiting for the Terminator to come back, <laughs> and I'm ready. Yeah. And then the fact that her readiness doesn't work, the that you have to do something different. Like it's Michael Myers same, could be the yeah. good guy. Yeah, there's a change. That's yeah. what they did with the Terminator, and it worked. Michael Myers has a change of heart. Yeah, Michael Myers gets a therapist. Anything. My- yeah. Maybe Michael Myers um, could have dialogue. Yeah, happy <laughs> with that. that. Um, we obviously we missed we missed a lot of stuff over the last six months of not doing any recording. 
I thought something that could be fun, we won't do it now because we're going to okay. run out of time, is we just go through every movie that came out in that time and we have to like, seen. give a take within five minutes. Even if we haven't seen it? Yes. Cool. I like yeah. that because there are some movies I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. What haven't you seen? probably won't see. A lot, actually. There are movies I just don't want to see. Like what? Lots of them. So okay, they're just not coming to mind now. Yeah. You've... You you want to that's see them I've so that little. I, that's why I've said that there you are a lot of You forbid the I'll memory. Them, like, oh. Your brain tried to remember it and you were like, oh. I do not receive this. Downton Abbey? Not going to watch it. No. No. I've, I've not, no intention. Absolutely not. Because Absolutely not. There is a thing called boredom <laughs> and it starts with Downton Abbey. And it starts with Downton Abbey <laughs> season one. <laughs> um, movie. <laughs> this is like the second movie. What? Yeah. A new era. Yeah, and it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> How slowly is time passing in the Downton Abbey world? Because the whole thing of Downton Abbey, wasn't it meant to be like, this is the end of an era? This is the last part of the Edwardian era before World War One, whatever. We can talk about how good Morbius was. We can talk about Morbius. Uncharted. No Way Home. Deep Water. Not going to watch it. Peacemaker. Eternals. Don't Look Up. Dune. How good the Batman. Moonfall was. Moonfall. How great that movie was. So I think let's plan. We're gonna we, so we're gonna finish the Brenton Thwaites hour, and then we'll just see some new movies. But and here's my big pitch. It's not. It's not. There's no. It's not a big pitch. It's just it's my idea. If we were to do another filmography, yes. If we were, yes. It's Brendan Fraser. See, I love Brendan Fraser, and yes, but I want to do a, a like not a dude next time. You want to do a woman. Yeah, because then it's all Rachel we've been doing Wise. Is dudes, it's not Rachel Wise. It's Rachel we Wise. We can't do Rachel Wise. We call it Wise, guys. We can't. I'm never letting this go. We can't because we've just done Daniel, and it's too much. You can't just choose a married couple and then stalk their work life. We're not. St- it's not stalking to watch someone's everything. It's a weird choice of words. Yeah, that's what it is. Because yeah. we watched some shit that people have never seen. From yeah. Craig. Nobody has watched we'll watch, that play. We'll watch every... <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> An educational resource. How'd <laughs> I go to the university <laughs> library? It's a blank case. It just had a number on it. The fact that we've seen that isn't fair. <laughs> I think um, we're less human because of it. I because of some of the things we've seen. You think it's? I think we've lost something. We have. Yeah. No, that's fair. Some, you know, sometimes your life is enriched by media, and sometimes it's impoverished. Yes. And uh, sometimes. Sometimes too much of a good thing, and no good thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Like I do. So, like I love Brendan who, Fraser, and I want yes. to do Brendan Fraser because of course you do. I want good things for good. Brendan Fraser. All right. Well, that's that decided then. He's I'll so I'll get great. started on it. He's so, great. so many interesting different eras, and in the middle of a Renaissance right now. Mm. He's you know he's back, and so now is the perfect time. He's so cool. And there is a Brendan Fraser podcast out there, and I listen to it, and it's rubbish. <laughs> So, so you just want to be better than them. We, well, we'll effortlessly be better well, than them. Come on, obviously. Yeah. So who? So okay. So who? Who's? Who's this woman? Because here's okay. Let's address this. If we do a female actor's filmography, is it the creepiness well? <laughs> is gets a bit harder to manage. Yeah, but it it does okay. remove the whole fact that we've just done three dudes in a row. 
but I think <laughs> maybe we need a Come third on, person to be in the in the thing. If if we need a third member. Well, of the look, pod, I'm of the not podcast. I'm not worried about you know the coming across about our our yeah our show um, <laughs> reinforcing the patriarchy <laughs> by only reviewing the filmographies of of male actors because there are a lot of female actresses and actors in. The films? I just I just don't think that I think that's an overestimation of our power and influence. <laughs> I don't think it matters. Well, I like Brendan Fraser. Um, but but yes, a- analyzing every aspect of a of a of a of an actress's work with Brendan starts Fraser, to stray though. into weirder territory as two dudes. Like the patriarchy comes back around with Brendan Fraser. I want to not do the TV. Well, let's just do one thing at a time. Let me let me research the. Yeah. Let me get because a sense I of don't the... want to watch Doom Patrol. Love him. I do not want to watch Doom Patrol. But it's in the Brent. It's in it's in the Brentoniverse. Yeah, doesn't make me want to watch it. Well, uh, I it doesn't sound like you do want to do Brendan Fraser. Then I sound like, like he's got a great a lot of we've good been, movies. We've been doing it for five minutes. A lot of good movies, and you're but already. You're already trying to back out. I've of... tried to watch Doom Patrol. Not about it. Look, think of everything you've watched. I've watched a lot think of things. Think of the things we have watched. How can Doom Patrol on Netflix it's not be as bad as a lot of things? Be the th- be where we draw the line. Because it's so bad. We are intrepid explorers, Isaac. <laughs> we go where the podcast requires us to go. I went to New York. Yes. For the podcast. For the podcast. <laughs> that was the only reason. That was the only reason I was there. <laughs> so who would who would the which actress do you want to do? I don't know. It Apart can't be from Rachel. Rachel Weiss. I can't believe you are arguing for us to do a female actor and denying the obvious step of Rachel Wise. It can't be. Oh, there are so many people. You could do I Ruth like Negger. Has been acting long enough. Was that a question? Has she? <laughs> has been acting. Uh, I don't know. She's about. She's in her mid thirties for ten years now. Yeah, we, we, we did Brendan like a month so. and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Whipped right for it. Just rinse that filmography in five Thanks, minutes. Yeah, yeah, let's find another really young actor. Let's do Tom Holland. <laughs> no, he's been doing. He's in a lot of movies. Damn it. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad one, actually. It wouldn't be. You actually, get a lot like, of trash. <laughs> some of them are really good, though, because he's actually a very good actor. Chaos Walking, Uncharted. Did you? Not but then like it goes Unchart- all. The- Did you see Uncharted yet? Uh, no. Okay. Then going all the way back to The Impossible. Mm, good movie. You and McGregor. Okay. Well, I'll. Li- I'll li- you and McGregor. Maybe. Brendan Fraser. Ewan's already. Doing great. We don't. We don't yeah. need to help you. Well, look. I'll leave it with you. I'm open to suggestions. I've I've gotten pretty stuck on Brendan Fraser. I have to. How I have to admit. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be like 50 films again. So it's another big one. But yeah, but just. Films. But no. But no. How good is that? Just no films. It's isn't it great how he's never been in television? Yeah. It was just it's so never done films. Yeah. But also like television is movies now. So I feel like you know, the boundary is very sort of blurred and everything. That's so. Lovely. Sometimes you're watching, a, you're watching TV and you're like, oh, is this a film or not? Oh, I've forgotten. I don't even know. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Have so you watched all mm-hmm. the Stranger Things yet? What? Yes. Very excited. So you're ready for next week? Oh, Emma won't shut up about it. To binge the entire first half of a season? 
Does it all come out at once? Just the first half in one okay. go. Well, that's weird. The first four episodes will come out in one go. Okay. And then the second four episodes come out like a month later. That's strange. Is it? It is quite strange. But Typical appara- of apparently him. they're long. Apparently oh, they're okay. more than just hour long episodes. Oh, sort like of more like movies. Length. Mm, and, sort of like um, sort of like how film and TV is sort of the same. Can watch them all in one go. Okay. Should we do it together? Get some popcorn. I mean, it's going to be the middle of the night, and I'm just going to do it as soon as it's available. Oh, you're doing that midnight screening. I'm going to do that as soon as it is available on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Emma and I, I'm on yeah, the highway, I'm pulling over. Just, <laughs> That's just where I'm parked for the don't next it, just, hours. just screech to a halt. <laughs> End up with a police or a megaphone, sir. Get out of the. Shut up. It's I'm on episode bet. two, sir. Step out of the vehicle. <laughs> okay, good. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. That was my review of... I haven't really reviewed it, have I? I just sort of said what happened. Do you want to rank it? Do you want to put it in somewhere? You could put an asterisk next to it saying, only one of us saw this. I'll rank it too. 25. <laughs> okay, I won't I won't rank it. I'll no, leave it outside. No, no, it's it no... It if we'd both seen it, I would say we should definitely put rank it, it. I've seen it enough. I got this mm. cool pin. You've, yeah, you've I've only seen, seen the poster, the, that's, which, as that's we know, is a very, is. very accurate portrayal of <laughs> what happens. That is the gist. Yeah. yeah. No, let's not rank it. But I would so <laughs> performances. Where do we put No Time to Die? Performances four stars, but that's including all of the the secondary players. Daniel Craig's performance five stars. Ruth's performance Obviously. five stars. Music. Five stars. Lighting, four stars. Staging, two and a half stars. <laughs> Until the end, when something cool Prop, happens. Props and, like, and, props and costumes, one and a half stars, and you should be grateful for that. <laughs> um, and so ov- overall, di- overall direction, two and a half stars. But you've got Daniel Craig, so he can just do it. You know, Daniel and Ruth... Can just do it, regardless of the of, of the direction. But I don't think Sam Gold pulled it together. That sucks for Sam. Mm-hmm. But yeah. obviously, Daniel comes out of it all looking great. Well, physically, that's impossible Physi- to change. Exactly. Mm. No matter we've seen our friends in the north. No matter how terribly disfigured he becomes, mm-hmm. his his beauty Still will a shine good through. Guy. Yeah, yeah. See how weird this would be if this was a woman. <laughs> see how like 30 percent of the, our the, the, the genre of the podcast just changes it changes a lot yeah. i think we need to really think that through Unless like 30 percent of our chitter chatter is making jokes about how attractive we think daniel craig is He's very so attractive. our episodes will get a lot shorter when we can't t- keep talking about how hot the actor is <laughs> why not because <laughs> then this becomes more like one of those alpha podcasts <laughs> And we start talking about what what bullshit toxic masculinity is. But then you could pick someone like like Meryl Streep, and then you've got like three years worth of podcasts to go on. Mm-hmm. Still a banging chick. <laughs> no, <Nah>, see, <laughs> it doesn't feel good to say. Doesn't doesn't feel good. No. But the, that's a but I think it would work with Rachel. For some reason, it feels different. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't, because we still talk about how hot Rachel Weiss is. Yeah, but 
Oh no, we talk about how lucky Rachel Weiss is. <laughs> exactly. We've still got Daniel. It's okay because Daniel is still with us. You know, he's still he's still there in the in the background, the architecture right. of the show. Do you think show. Daniel Craig has watched all of Rachel Weiss's movies? Probably not. Is I it, don't is think that, I would have is done. Is that weird? Like, if you are a film actor mm. and then you date and marry another film actor. Do you then, are you required you feel like, to then go, okay. Oh God, there's another, watch it another 50 movies. What is it now? Has she seen that play? Definitely uh, not. Definitely not. Definitely not. See, this is this is how we get to go out we've to dinner with them. We've seen about 30 things that he would actively avoid her knowing about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've seen things he probably thought he had covered up, but then we unearthed. Yeah. And this is how we get to dinner with them. We say, hey guys, we've seen everything you've both done. We know more about both of you than you know about each other, obviously. That's, that's not why. a way to get to dinner. That's a way to get a restraining order. Um, look, it's that's okay. a way to get not to dinner. We haven't brought handcuffs or anything. <laughs> that's look, a way to, like, Daniel, if, if the party goes wrong, you're just like, okay, guys, well, we've seen everything you've ever done, and we get to leave. Look, Daniel, if I was going to assault you, I would have done it on the stage, all right? <laughs> so don't worry about it. Obviously, I'm fine and normal and cool. I've been closer to um, you than we are physically right now, Daniel. Yeah. Even though I'm sitting across from you, I've actually been closer than this before. Yeah. I've smelled you. You weren't awake. <laughs> all right. You smell different while you're awake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be a great creepy thing for someone to say. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I get everyone. <laughs> Um, that Thanks was for listening, Christine. Yeah, thank you, Christine. This was our review of Macbeth, exclamation mark, as it's titled, on uh, on Broadway in New York City, New York, United States of America. And so, join us next time. Don't know when that will be or what we'll be doing. Maybe Titan season two. Maybe I or can. Maybe we'll just talk about a film as well. Or maybe we'll be talking about Top Top Gun. Maverick. Maverick, yeah. We're talking Maybe about it's going to be good. Miles Teller is in it. He's a great actor. Yeah. That's the subtitle. With a mustache. That's character choice right there. Imagine Top Gun, Top a Gun character's Maverick. child growing up to have the same mustache that said character had. Building their entire life after this character that perishes in the first film. Yeah. And, and, it's, all, and it's all like very specifically Tom Cruise's fault. Mm. Like he was overly reckless and his friend died. And there's no resolution of that. You just have to deal with it and go back to fighting. Because that's yeah. what it means to be an American. Even though Meg Ryan forgave him in that one scene Meg Ryan was in. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, the cool the like the actual person who like succeeded and she got to be the secondary character and then this other person who did not a lot. Yeah. Who is that? <laughs> not to sound mean. But hey, she did one thing. Hey, it was like forty years ago. Doesn't matter. She did she did something, which is one thing more than most people do. That is true. So, as we've said, join us next time on Exceptional Thieves when we'll be talking about films, probably. Um, <laughs> not theatre? No, not theatre. What if we go see some theatre? Let's, let's, yeah, let's become we a... We should just merge. Let's become <laughs> a theatre like, podcast. Become a theatre. And then nobody oh, would listen. That would be so Because no much. one else has seen the theatre <laughs> we've seen. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we could just make shit up. Hey, did you remember that play we saw last week? There's a reason the that is a, a massive genre of podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome back to welcome back to dance reviews. <laughs> oh, no, I'm looking forward to the next one when we've both seen the thing. It's a much more natural situation. Yeah, we can actually talk about it. Yeah. I just don't have to listen. And Google random things. Yeah. I did like that that couch though. 
They, they sat on a couch. On, yeah, they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was all right, but okay, that's enough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, all right, so. thanks everyone. Catch catch you on the dunes. See you out there on the on the windy dunes. Big kitchen. The dunes of fortune. It's big farmer. And big, he's cooking. Big farmer. Big farmer on his big is farm. Cooking, <laughs> cooking tiny meals. <laughs> Bye, guys.